You're listening to Copeland Morgan Media, your source for investment property analysis, education, and advice. Find us online at copelandmorgan.com. Uh, Jordan, go ahead with your question. Yeah, thanks. So question about uh, flood insurance. So um, first of all, would you recommend totally staying away from any property that's in, for example, an AE flood zone? And if the answer is no, not per se, stay away from them, but just be aware of the extra cost of insurance. Do you have like a ballpark way to estimate to estimate the amount of insurance um, before actually contacting an insurance you know, agency and asking them? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Uh, the first part, um, I used to take a perhaps harder stance on this and, and just tell people, you know, steer away from from flood zones. But it really depends on what you're investing in. I have investors who buy nothing but class A properties on the beach and for long term rentals, not even doing short term Airbnb type stuff. Um, and sure, they have to pay for flood insurance, but those class A properties on the beach also rent at a premium and they're never vacant. And so um, I, I would not automatically say never buy a property in a flood zone. The answer is, as you alluded to, make sure you factor in the cost of the flood insurance. Uh, unfortunately, it's really hard to generalize the cost of flood insurance because so much of it is based on elevation. And usually the first thing your insurance agent is gonna ask you is, do you have an elevation certificate? And the other thing about flood insurance is it's very standardized in terms of prices. Um, you know, all states going to give you the exact same price as, you know, whatever other insurance agency that you go through because it's all federally subsidized. So they can sometimes give you a quote, but they'll say, hey, this is kind of a worst case scenario. If you get me an elevation certificate that shows that, that basically that it's higher above base flood elevation, then the premium could go down, you know, significantly. And so the the Cadillac answer is, Get, a, get an elevation certificate either from the seller or some, I've had people pay a surveyor to go out and get an elevation certificate just so they could be sure about the cost of flood insurance. Um, so elevation certificate and an actual quote is, is the, you know, the best answer you can, you can achieve. But otherwise, I would say that it's probably going to be somewhere between, you know, two to three percent of the purchase price on an annual basis is, is maybe a range. But there's so many different variables that, you know, I, I'm almost hesitant to, hesitant to even throw out a number. And, and I would say that's probably the same for homeowners insurance. It might be two or three percent of the purchase price on a, as an annual premium. And then you have to add flood insurance on top of that as an additional expense. And that's why it hurts so much. But if the numbers work, the numbers work, whether it's, you know, insurance or utilities or, you know, whatever that expense may be, it really only matters as a you know, as a factor of how much income does a property produce and what's the bottom line in terms of the net. Thank you for listening to the Copeland Morgan Media Real Estate Podcast. As you can imagine, producing this great educational content takes a lot of effort and commitment on our part. We only ask one thing in return. Please subscribe to our podcast using your favorite podcast app or by visiting copelandmorgan.com slash podcast. And remember, there's no greater compliment than referring us to a friend or colleague. Until next time, I'm Jeff Copeland.